Welcome, I'm Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And And together, together, we are Insanely Relative. Relative. Hi, everyone. We are a little late this week. Yeah, very late. It's been one of those weeks. One of those weeks. But we still wanted to try to uh, get together and do something. So we're a day late and a dollar short. (laughs) And our quote for today is, recipe for happiness. Live with enthusiasm, smile just because, love without conditions, act with purpose, listen with your heart, and laugh often. Those are words to live by. Yes, and that should be on everybody's refrigerator, I feel like. It's a good one. Yeah, definitely. So it's been kind of a rough week. We had um, friends who lost parents, and we were going to funerals, Mm -hmm. and I think it just puts things into perspective. So we wanted to keep today light, so we thought we would talk about recipes and shortcuts in the kitchen and just, you know, things that we do when we get together with our family and friends and things that can make it less stressful for you. Yes. Right, Jen? Yes. And entertaining is fun if you do these few things that we've learned over time make it a little easier. But the one thing you have to remember that I know we both used to worry about this when we were younger People are coming to see you. They're not coming to see your house. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if, you know, things are a little bit <clears throat> lived in or you... I feel like sometimes when you look around and you see that, oh, you know, my woodwork needs to be painted or, you know, the kids' toys are all over the place or whatever. If people are coming to see your house and not you, then you shouldn't be inviting them over. <laughs> so you think that's how we felt when we were younger? Because I still feel that way. <laughs> Which is why I said it to make you understand that nobody should care about your house. You're right. I'm getting better. You are. I'm getting much better. I think the dog kind of gave me a real sense of like (laughs) reality, like get over yourself. Everything can't be perfect all the time. And Um, it shouldn't be perfect. And it shouldn't be because it's not on a daily basis. Mm -mm. So you want you want people to know you're true, you know. Yeah. I had um, a friend Dottie the one time. She's gone, may she rest in peace. And she was just the funniest person, and she's the one who said to me, if somebody's coming over to... I, I said, oh, God, you know, God, the house is a mess, Dottie. And she's like, I didn't come to see your freaking house. I came to see you. <laughs> I don't care about your house. And I thought, that's awesome. Like, yes. Everybody should be like that. Yes. And I know I'm like that. Like, I don't care you what your house looks like. I just, you, you know, are. give me a cup of coffee. If you don't have coffee, give me water. I don't care. And here's the thing with me. I feel like people might think this is not the case, but it is care what anybody else's house looks like i don't judge you based on your house right i walk in like to see you like you're saying because i'm not looking at your how you know how it is i'm there to see you i'm there to spend time with you right but for some reason i have this weird thing in my head that you know i need to have everything in its place but that is the ocd kicking in that's that's a whole separate and i have a girlfriend who i mean her there's nothing on her countertops and I said to her the one day, I'm like, well, what do you think when you come to my house? She goes, I don't look at your counters. I could care less about your counters. Right. And I think that's what we have to take home today is that yes. just nobody, nobody cares, nobody cares <laughs> as much as you think they care. <laughs> I mean, they care about you, but they don't care about those things. Right. And I think that's important. So it is. It is. I agree. So. Let's Jenna. get to our let's, let's get, get to, to our topic. We're gonna be here. all over the place today. We're just warning you. It's like I don't even know how I got here. Oh, yeah. I'm like ah, but you're here, and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about recipes that we really like and are easy for us, and maybe our go tos or for entertaining, are you know quick quicker to prepare, um, and tips. 
some quick tips. I know you gave the tips about the egg slicer, which I was like, blew my mind with the olives. I was like, oh my olives gosh. Olives and strawberries. Next level. Yep. Yes. Yep. Um, so do you want to... Do you want to start with a few with your um, entertaining? Sure. Yeah. Well, so I had put that charcuterie board on our Facebook page yes, and our Instagram. Which was beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. But honest to goodness, the only thing that I made on that was those salami roses. Oh. Which are super easy. If you don't know how to do them, I'll post a video later. You literally take hard salami and you put it, drape it around the sides of either a wine glass or a champagne glass. And you just layer it and overlap it and you pull it out and you can you can just put it on the board and it looks pretty. That's cute. It was cute and it yeah. dresses up the board yeah. and you can eat it. And everything on that board basically came from Aldi. <clears throat> and Love Aldi. Yeah. And it was super inexpensive and, and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. So I have a girlfriend who will do a big charcuterie board for like dinner on like a weekend or even a busy night. That's when, a neat idea. I yeah. think I'm going to steal that. Just I like meats that. and cheeses and yeah. vegetables, and it's kind of well-rounded for the kids. So um, shout out to Angela. Yes, shout out. She does that, and um, and it always looks beautiful, and it's huge. She has a huge charcuterie board, and I like saying that word because I finally figured out how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't even tell you some of those. Oh, no. Um, so anyway, so when... I always love having people over and I always do like a Christmas luncheon and I do a bonfire every other year where we have like almost 200 people that come mm-hmm. and I make all the food and have um, friends will bring like a dessert or something to share, but I do all the main dishes. Mm-hmm. So I always do like the mac and cheese, the baked ziti, the pulled barbecue chicken. Pulled barbecue chicken is probably the easiest thing you can make for a crowd. Yes. So easy. It is literally chicken breasts, barbecue sauce. I add garlic, salt, and pepper. Throw it in the crock pot on high. In five hours, you shred it all apart. Grab some rolls. Or if you're making mac and cheese, it's delicious on top mm-hmm. of mac and cheese. <clears throat> um, it is. It's great for sliders, all the leftovers. Like Barbecue chicken is the bomb. You can even put a packet of ranch dressing in it, mm. and that kind of kicks it up a little bit. That sounds good. I haven't tried that one. But I do the barbecue chicken, but I haven't tried the ranch. Okay. It's just one packet of, uh, I get the Aldi brand. Okay. Yeah, I don't even get the name brand anymore. So um, Crock-Pot is a saving grace for a lot of things. But um, when you're entertaining, I think the main thing to remember is if you can find a shortcut that's going to make your life a little less stressed, you should use it. Mm -hmm. So years ago... I always would make everything from scratch. If I was making soup, I'd make sure that I bought the chicken and I made the stock and then I pulled the chicken off of that and all this other stuff. Well, as I've gotten a little smarter in my old age, (laughs) I grab a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. They're delicious. And And they're seasoned. They're seasoned. You can make soup with them. You can make chicken salad with Mm -hmm. them. And then you can have a little bit left over for like a casserole for dinner. Mm -hmm. Too. It's, it's a great idea. So one of my big shortcut go-tos is rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie. Especially in a pinch. <clears throat> I made a big error recently with a rotisserie chicken. I went to grab one for dinner. Yeah. And normally, you know, it's the chicken with the legs. Yeah. Well, for some reason, I choose one that's just a breast. I end up paying $9.99 for it. I get home. My husband, it's dry. So it, I had it waiting for like two hours. Don't buy the breast if you're not serving it right away. Oh, no. I had it sitting here thinking, oh, I just warm it up when he gets home. But it was still warm. I put it and it was almost like the 
Um, <laughs> Christmas and vacation. Christmas vacation. L- the movie. Lampoons. Yeah. yeah. With the turkey. Uh, with the turkey. Oh, yeah. It was bad. It was so dry. So, um, note note to everyone: don't buy the rotisserie breast. Buy the one with the legs because it's a little bit more moist and tender. Right. But. Yeah, I've used them for chicken salad. I use them for chicken salad the next day. Mm-hmm. It does. You can get a few meals out of it. And then I or do two, take I do take the bones from it, and I do make broth. Do you? Mm-hmm. I've never tried broth yet. I'm not that that experimental. Oh, it's super easy. But that is another thing. Um, so Nadine had put on our Facebook page that yes. she had some shortcuts, and she's absolutely right. You need to have a stocked pantry Mm -hmm. and things that you use for almost everything. Right. So you don't have to make that special run to the grocery store. It's, it's not convenient for me to run to a grocery store because it's, you know, at least 15 minutes to get there. Um, so carrots, Mm -hmm. onions, celery, that's in just about anything. It's in potato salad. It's in soup. It's in in casseroles. So having that on hand and staples in your pantry, like your garlic, salt, your pepper, um, we talked about having dried herbs. Nadine yes. had suggested that she gets fresh herbs and she wraps them in paper towel and puts it in a Ziploc bag, yes. which is great. Yes. She's if- amazing, by the way. <laughs> her food is delicious. I'm giving her a major shout out because no she's doubt. amazing. Yeah. I've heard some good things about her food. Yes. It's top notch. So, um, and prepping ahead. So mm-hmm. it, like when I do do the bonfire with, with that many people, I start like the day before and anything I can do, like if I'm making mac and cheese, I shred all my cheese mm-hmm. the day before, put it in Ziploc bags, have it ready to go. I cook the noodles, put them in the fridge, mm-hmm. and then I just have to actually make the mac and cheese the next day. That's good. That's same good. thing with the ziti. You can do the same thing with the ziti. So as long as you have a refrigerator or storage, that's our issue. Oh. Because we have a side by side. Yeah. We don't often have storage in there for bigger things, but Mike does that too. When we prepare for friends or big meals, he he'll usually make like a roast, mm-hmm. and he'll make it the day before, and he'll cut it and prepare it and the gravy, and then the next day he'll put it back in the pot with the gravy for sandwiches or yeah. whatever. But mm-hmm. it's so good. And he does the mac and cheese as well. Yeah. He'll do it prior and then, you know, cook it the next day. But it is it is so much better to have things prepared ahead of time because there are so many times where I'm like, hour before people are coming, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't take this stuff out. I didn't defrost this. I didn't do that. Because it stresses you out. I'm a little you bit of a procrastinator. Yeah. Something you'll figure out about me. Well, do you even like to entertain per se? I do. I do, but my thing is more focused on the cleaning. Like, I, like I'm always worried about what does the house look like, like you said. So I'm the one, like, getting the house ready. He's the one thinking of the food. We're, we're a good team that way, but, right. but I do like to prepare food. I just usually don't do it much for the right. large groups. It's usually Mike. Right. Because he has his go-to recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another mm. thing, too, is um, they have a roast beef lunch meat. Yes. That if you don't have time and you know that people are coming over, you can throw actually the lunch meat in a pot of on the stove with gravy and have hot roast beef sandwiches yeah. for your friends with a bag of potato chips. Yeah. And I think people just appreciate the fact that you mm-hmm. do that. That you made something. It doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, Christ, you can go out and have pizza. You can. And just bring it home and cut right. it up. Right. And I'll do that. I'll make homemade pizzas. Like I've done that before where I've made like a bunch of pizzas and, um, or if the kids, I, I see I'm more kid driven. So when the kids are here, I'm always making stuff for Mm -hmm. them just for them to grab and go. And that's takes me to my protein balls and my granola bars, which I've been preparing because I've been trying to get Connor off of all the store-bought sugar and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, um, 
what's it called? Processed processed <laughs> preservatives, all that stuff. So the protein balls and the granola bars, I'll post. They're super easy. I make. I just made a double batch this week. It takes us through the whole week and then some. And it's much better to grab them and go than to get the granola bar or the tasty cake or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I've been trying to get away from that. Um, and I'm telling you, our, our week is so much better when they're prepared. Like Connor came home after, on Sunday and was like, we have nothing mm-hmm. because I had none of that done. Right. And then we all resort to bad choices. So it's much better to have those things planned. So that's the thing. If you have a day where mm-hmm. you know you're going to have an open day, that's the day you start doing right. prep work. Right. And making sure that for the week, a lot of times on Sunday, I'll try to prep mm-hmm. for the week. I'll make hard boiled eggs because at least I know I can grab that when I'm, I have yep. to run to work or I have to run out or something. I can just grab that. And at least I had protein yes. and something to get me through the day. Yeah. I actually started doing that because you told, you did it. You told me about it and it does make a difference. You feel so much better. Yeah. You grab that and a piece of fruit and run out the door and at least right. you had something substantial and you're not grabbing, you know, a soft pretzel or something. Right. <laughs> I laughed because I just picked like up. Like we just did. <laughs> I just picked up a soft pretzel and brought it because I didn't have my eggs. Right. So, right. We all make bad choices, but oh, you know what? Deal with it's it. It's okay. Deal with it. But um, but yeah. So so try to find the time to prep, even if it's an hour. Just think, okay, what can I get done in this hour that's going to help save me time the rest of the week? Yeah. So for me, it's the hard boiled eggs. It's making sure that I have you know, the onion, the carrot, that kind of thing. So oh. when I do go out, I can grab it if I don't have it. Yeah, you're amazing at that, by the way. I have to give you so much credit. She'll call, <laughs> I'll call her and she's like, I just got home at 4.30, I have to make something for dinner. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you going to make? And she's like, oh, I'm going to make a lasagna and, a, and garlic bread. And I'm like, what? It would take me all day to figure <laughs> that one out. But you're so good at that. I really... I really do appreciate that about you. And I learned from you because I'm like, if she can do it, that means I should be able to do it. (laughs) I just have to be lasagna. Ziti's much easier. But the thing is, you know, and then you have diet restrictions. So it's, that's a whole nother thing, but we won't go into that. That's another podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But the, you can also freeze the onion and the peppers and stuff like that. Like cut them up and freeze them so that you have them stored. For Even raw, you can? Yes. Okay. But I did not know what that. happens to that is they hold a lot of moisture so mm-hmm. that when you use them in your recipe, a lot of times they'll put off a lot of water. So you just want to be sure to like pour that off before you add in right. the rest of your stuff. But that's great if you're making soups. Yeah, like that's yeah because you can buy them frozen Yeah, from fresh. They were flash frozen. So, but, so they're flash frozen. They're not blanched? I don't know. You'd ha- I'd have to ask the yeah. companies. <laughs> I don't know. No, I just don't know because of bacteria. That's a good point. Maybe you do have to blanch them. Yeah. I, I would really look hot water because I'm not sure. Is well, that yeah, how you do that? And then ice water? Yeah. And ice water. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know about that, but I, I know my mom does that too. You She'll can freeze, freeze peppers, no problem. I just don't know about onion. Oh, yeah, because they're weird, right? Mm-hmm. There's a weird right. thing there. Okay, so we'll check on onions. Because actually I had read one time that um, actually when people get food poisoning sometimes, they think it's from the mayonnaise in a salad that's mm. left out. It might actually be the onion. I'm not 100% okay. sure. So peppers, I know peppers, you can okay. fr- flash freeze and, and put away, but I do not know about onion. All right, we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Good, 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 good. But you can put them in the fridge. Yeah, you can put, it in, them, the put it in the fridge. But I don't think very long. No, because they start to get yeah. funky. Yeah. Yeah. Onions are funny. <clears throat> so I also do cut up veggies just to eat, like not just for recipes, but I do them in the beginning of the week so that when I'm trying to eat something for my many snacks a day, mm-hmm. I will pull veggies like carrots or peppers uh, fresh 
out of the fridge and have it with hummus or I'll just, you know, go out if I'm going out in the car and I really want a good, you know, fresh snack that's not processed, I'll grab a bag of carrots or mm-hmm. um, something like that or an egg. An egg is always good too. Yeah. I buy like string said. cheese too. See, I can't eat that. I used to buy that. Yeah. String cheese is good if you're not dairy restricted. It is. It is good. It's perfect. And you know what my favorite snack used to be? And this is great if everybody can eat cheese. Almonds and a string cheese and a little hand of almonds. Okay, like see, my mine's favorite. string cheese and a green apple. Well, that's, yes, you taught me that one. <laughs> that's really good. That goes on the charcuterie board. And it's really good with wine. <laughs> of course. A cheddar, of course. actually cheddar instead of the mozzarella. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, no, with that's true. That's true. Um, and then my mom this year said this was a game changer for her. So she bakes cookies every year. Yeah. Tons of cookies. A lot. yeah. She Tons of cookies, people. <laughs> um. And she said that somebody had said to her, oh, I prepare, I pre-measure everything into baggies or bowls. Mm -hmm. And then I have it all ready per recipe. So like this recipe calls for this, you do it, you pre-measure it. My mom said it was a game changer because she didn't have her kitchen a mess on this side, trying to roll out the cookies on this side, trying to clean up. She did all the messy work the first day, Mm -hmm. measured it all out, put the, you know, the wet stuff into like bowls, little bowls, put them in the fridge took it out, had it all ready to go. So when she wanted to make oatmeal cookies, she pulled all the stuff out, it was ready, and it was so much easier. And for somebody that lives alone and makes all those cookies, I'm sure that made a big difference because you don't have somebody else doing that work for you or helping you to do that. Right. Um, so that's really good. Yeah. And I know Nadine brought that up too. Yeah, Nadine. And then also another friend of mine does that, and she makes cookies, like trays of cookies that would cover an entire mm. huge banquet table. And she does the same exact thing, and she said it is a total game changer. Does she do that for a living? Or no, is that she just does it at Christmas. Oh, at Christmas. Nice. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So that is a really good tip. Yes. Really good tip. measure. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, another time saver that I found is if you have a bunch of little tomatoes, the little cherry tomatoes uh, or grape yeah. tomatoes to slice, you can take two um, Rubbermaid or Tupperware lids and you put one lid down, and then you put your tomatoes, the little ones, mm-hmm. and then you put the lid on top. You put your hand on top of that second lid and take a nice big cutting knife, mm-hmm. and it goes through all the tomatoes at once instead of cutting each tomato one by one. That's nice. And that you can also do that with a bagel if you don't have yes. a bagel slicer. Yes, so you don't cut your so hand. So you don't cut your hand because, I don't know, we've all been there. I pretty much always cut towards my hand, even though everybody says don't cut towards your hand. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I do it every time. So yeah, that's a great tip. I like that one because I do often cut them one by one mm-hmm. and then I don't, I hesitate to use them because I'm annoyed by it. So again, because <laughs> uh, I just tell, I'm telling you, I am a procrastinator. So if it doesn't take 10 minutes to prepare the entire meal some days, You're then done. it's not happening. <laughs> You're done. Right. I, right. um, <clears throat> I had this really good recipe for a balsamic chicken, mm. and I use it. I use it for all different kinds of chicken, but mostly for the breasts. So mm-hmm. my son Will, when he was in elementary school, oh. he he came home from school after book fair, and he gave me a cookbook, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's so sweet!" And I'm thinking, I didn't give him enough money for this book, and he didn't buy any other books, just that one. So I went to the the fair the next day and I said to the girls I'm like do I owe you money for this book that my son got me and they're like oh my gosh no he came (laughs) up with like four books and the cookbook and when we told him that he couldn't afford all of them he put his 
books away. Yep. And they gave him the couple extra bucks to buy me the cookbook because he chose it. So that just... That yes, that's heartwarming. So anyway, this this cookbook had this balsamic chicken, and it's just chicken breast, olive oil, balsamic vinegar, and garlic. That's it. Mm-hmm. You marinate it, and then you can grill it or you can bake it. Um, I've actually made it, like sometimes as I'm getting older, my friends are, you know, their husbands or whatever are having heart attacks and you want to bring a nice meal. Yeah. My go-to is always baked ziti mac and cheese. Which is not good for they patients. aren't supposed to eat that. <laughs> so I do the balsamic chicken mm-hmm. and I bring that over with a nice Healthier, salad. Definitely. And side of like baked potato or something and, yes. and it works out really good. But that that is my favorite recipe and big part of it too is because it came out of that book that he gave me. So two things. That warms my heart because I always worked the book fair at school and those there were definitely those kids who came mm-hmm. up and I had to say, you don't have enough. And there are times where they choose the book for their mom or they choose something for their sister. It is so cute. Yeah. So cute. Um, to the balsamic chicken end, I made that. <clears throat> It was very good, and it makes really good chicken salad, too. So if you have it yes. left over, or even just cut it up the next day and put it on top of a salad, yes, phenomenal. Because yes. it has that taste, mm-hmm. that flavor, mm-hmm. that gives you just some, like, you know, salads can get boring after a while. It gives you a little oomph, gives yeah. you something, um, which is so nice to have chicken in the fridge. Like, I love having chicken in the fridge right? Um, to just do that with. Well, it's mm-hmm. funny because I, the balsamic vinegar, I don't know if it helps break it down or whatever, but if you take chicken thighs and put them in the crock pot with a little mm-hmm. bit of olive oil, garlic, and balsamic mm-hmm. vinegar and cook it on low, it just falls apart. Oh, I'm And then sure. you can put that over brown rice or noodles mm. or whatever, and it's really good. Yeah. Buttered noodles. Yeah. Buttered noodles. Yummy. Yeah. Mm. They're one of my favorite childhood buttered noodles. Yeah. Um, oh, one of our weekly go-tos for quick thing, and I know grandma used to make this, was... We call it soup with the balls, but it's a, a china de pep, right? A mm-hmm. de pep. Mm-hmm. And it's those little tiny ball pastas. You literally cook them in chicken broth. Mm-hmm. And you, so you put the chicken broth on the stove, you boil it, bring it to a boil, you add the pasta. And I, lo- I love it. So it's, it's one of my favorite. just flavored pasta noodles. Just, it's soupy. If you add enough broth, you can get it soupy, but it usually ends up being like more of a, Thicker consistency, mm. and we eat just that some nights. Like, See, I would put that. Parmesan cheese. On yeah, it. yeah, we put Parmesan cheese, oh, salt yeah. and pepper, and then a little Parmesan cheese on top. Yum! It could be a side dish too, but we eat it straight up because that was one of my favorite childhood meals. My mom would make it, you know, mm-hmm. really, really reasonably priced too when you're young yeah. and have one a child, and you, it's so yummy. It's still one of my favorites. Connor <laughs> asked for it too. He's like, "Can we have?" Her face is actually glowing. Love it. About these I love it. I might have to make it tonight. <laughs> but that's an easy one. It brings you joy. It brings me a lot of joy. And it reminds me of my childhood. That's so there's, nice. you know, two things. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I go to, my go-to for like, if I'm going to have a day where I know I can't really think about dinner is the crock pot. Yeah. It's definitely the crock pot. Now it's the grill. Because if I can prepare the sides mm-hmm. and I just have to cook the meat, then I'm fine. Um... Another thing I started doing was making a bunch of meatballs. Yes. And then freezing them. I haven't done that yet. So I take, when I get home and I have like a big thing of the ground beef, Mm -hmm. I'll probably make like Mm. a meatloaf that night. But then with the rest of the meat, I'll make meatballs. I throw them in the oven. You bake them. 
and then you pull them out. When they cool, you put it into separate containers or just into Ziploc bags. Mm -hmm. And they are wonderful for that last minute, like, oh my gosh, what am I making? You pull six meatballs out of the freezer and some spaghetti. Perfect. And you got a meal. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. Again, not really good yeah. at thinking of these things. No, it really night. does help save time. It, I'm sure it does. It really does. So <clears throat> I like that one. And That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, you can buy frozen meatballs, obviously, no, but uh, I don't like them as much. <laughs> like, I, do, I mean, I can't. Yes. I've had frozen meatballs that are very good. I'm not going to yeah. knock people who buy frozen meatballs, but yeah. because of my upbringing, there right. was always homemade meatballs. Right. Exactly. So... When we make meatballs, they're homemade, and they're we. I love making them. I just often. Well, you can them. even do them in the microwave. Grandma used to do Did them she? in the microwave mm. because she used to fry them, and then she started microwaving them. And then I had read about baking them. Yeah, I bake them. And my mom. So fries now I them. bake them. I bake them all. The I time. do them. It depends on my mood. I really loved them fried because they're just so good, and they get a great exterior on them. Yeah. Um, but they make a mess. So if I'm right. not in the mood for that, then I'll bake them. Right, exactly. But they are good. Um, and I know a lot of people use the Instapot. I know Janelle, my friend Janelle, puts her meatballs in the Instapot. Mm-hmm. And all of her, she uses the Instapot for everything. And I do not, I'm afraid of it. I don't, I'm, right. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm just afraid it's going to blow yeah. up. Or yeah, no, I'm with you. I, <laughs> yeah. I have one too, and I've used it twice. But I have girlfriends who use it every day. I have a friend who has many children. And I note, I notice when she posts pictures on Facebook sometimes, there are like three Instapots in the background cooking her dinner. So I guess that comes in handy when you have big families. So that's another easy thing. If you, you know, if you are good about using an Instapot, I know it makes meals and all whole meals in like 20 minutes. Right. So that's amazing. And that's what I did. Um, I did do that the one time and, but I just, I don't know. I'm more of a crock pot girl. Me too. And you can make mashed potatoes in a crock pot. You can, I mean, any yeah. cheap meat that you put in a crock pot just comes out so nice and tender. Soft. Yeah. Yes. Falls off the bone. I love it. It does. I'll do ribs in the crock pot mm. and everything. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big Instapot girl. Me neither. But I really think it's great if you use it and you have, yeah. you know, you, you're able to do it, then that's great. But it I do think part easier. of it is the scare factor. Scare um, factor. It's a little too I don't much even power. leave the house with the crock pot on. I'm I one just, of those. Oh my God. So like people are like, that's what it's for. Yeah. And I have to make sure, no, this is, see, this is my issues. And then I have to make sure that nothing is surrounding it on the counter. Like it's literally the only thing on the counter. You came over my house that day. I know. I was horrified because it was against the wall and around, all this stuff is around and I was like, oh my gosh. It wasn't <laughs> against the wall, but no, I had the dish drain, the, what's yes. it called? The strainer, whatever, next to it with Mm. the dry dishes. And then I had the crock pot and then my knives are on the left. I was like, oh, she's like, isn't that dangerous? I'm like, it's a crock pot. Yeah. It's fine. So you learned that I'm a little neurotic. (laughs) Just a little. Just a little. Um, We love you. Thank you. That's nice. (laughs) So I do love the crock pot though. But right now I'm into grilling. So I'm pretty much like, what are we grilling tonight? Yeah, see, I I'm I usually have like grease fires when I do the grill. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I have like a spray bottle because I'm I know I'm catching something on fire. Oh, jeez. Okay, it's pretty bad. Okay, well maybe you should stick to the crock pot uh, yeah. in the oven. In the oven, good. Um, another thing that I do so quick meals like because you know if there's sports or there's mm-hmm. and you got to get out of the house quick, I do tacos. That's always a real you know pleaser in here. Everybody mm-hmm. likes tacos, and instead of beef, I'll do turkey or chicken, ground chicken. 
recently started using the ground chicken and my family didn't even notice it was different, oh, which fantastic. was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And then I also do homemade pizza. So I'll have dough in the fridge or the freezer. I'll take that out. I have the sauce and the cheese at all times. And yeah. we just make a quick pizza. It takes like 10 minutes to or 20 minutes in the oven. And then you're done. And then that's it. And that's what I do. Like people think that strombolis are like so involved. In oh, difficult. no, they're not. They're good. They're, they're not as hard as you think they are. And I actually will go to my favorite restaurant and pick it up. Okay. Dominic's, by the way. <laughs> and I'll pick up dough from them. Mm. And then I come home and I make it real quick and it's like 30 minutes in the oven. I'm done. You know, I never thought about going to one of the restaurants and picking up dough. I always just get it in the store. But... Yeah, no. I go to the pizza place and they'll sell it to you. Oh, that's and, a good idea. Um, it's just a lot of times I'll do cheese. And if I have a rotisserie chicken, I throw chicken mm. in it, roasted red peppers, bunch of seasoning. It's really Sounds yummy. delicious. It's really yummy. Now I'm hungry. Um, what Stovetop is another good, like, oh. quick go-to mm-hmm. because the stovetop cooking, um, if you just have ground beef and you have noodles and you have cheese and you have tomato sauce, mm-hmm. I mean, when I was young, we called them hamburger helper. Yes. And you bought it in a box. Mm-hmm. Now I don't buy anything from a box. Right. I, I just make it. You make it. it. But if you have chicken... And like I said, the rotisserie chicken or leftover chicken, or if you're making chicken and you get this big thing of it, cook it up. And then Mm -hmm. you can have that in casseroles throughout the week. And I'll do spinach and I'll do a little bit of um, actually vodka to reduce Mm -hmm. the the pan and then add a little bit of cream. I know you can't do that. I know. Everything you cook with is is so good. It sounds so good. (laughs) But it's like chicken, pasta, roasted red peppers, cream. You can throw olives in there. Like you can do so much. And don't overthink it. Right. Just, you know. Pretty like, much garlic and every Garlic makes everything taste better. Yeah. <laughs> but some people don't like garlic. No, not I too noticed, much of it. But yeah. I like it. Yeah. But I think, I think one of the things that we want you to take from today is that you don't have to overthink things. You don't have to stress about it because mm-hmm. if you just put a little bit of heart and love into it, at the end of the day, it's going to come out good. Yeah. And just an A for effort. And if it doesn't, you do better the next time. That's all. Yeah, or just add more cheese. And or just add fine. more cheese. That's always an answer. <laughs> At, on that, to that note, I, because like I was telling you, I'm trying to get like, you know, not buy that kind of stuff. And Connor oh, got introduced by my husband to beefaroni. Okay. With Chef Boyardee, which every kid seems to love. Ugh. It's like, you know, this stuff. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking... I can't continue to buy this. This is gross, the stuff that's in this. So I started to make it, and I made a double batch of it, and it's all it is is, like you said, the beef, ground Mm -hmm. beef, or you can use turkey or chicken, whatever you want, Um, and the noodles, sauce, a little bit of seasoning, some water, and um, cheese, and you mix it all in, and I just package it in little bowls, and then when he wants that, he takes it out, and now I know what's in it. Right. I know everything that went into it. Yeah, there's it not, none of, of that. When I read the back of an ingredient thing and there's like three, it's like a paragraph long, that mm-hmm. turns me right off. I'm well, like, they I say don't even we should wanna... eat like our grandparents did. Right. And that's just natural stuff. It's not all the, nothing in a box, right. basically. Right. And even canned. Like, but it, unless it's like vegetables. Vegetables but or something. I, yeah. don't, I don't do canned. I do frozen um, or fresh. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so even that has changed. Like, and he loves it. It doesn't right. taste exactly the same, but he loves it. So that's all that matters. And right. it's healthier. And it's easy. But if you have some of these staples in your fridge all the time or in your pantry all the time, like Nadine had said, mm-hmm. the bottom line is if somebody is coming over or you have unexpected, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately somebody had a surgery and you need to make them something, 
it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. They're just mm-hmm. happy to have it. Right. And if somebody stops by and you can make something quick, mm-hmm. like sliders with the leftover chicken that you right. have, it, it really goes a long way if you plan it ahead. Does. It does. And always, I always have broth too, like mm-hmm. chicken broth on hand. Or bouillon. Or bouillon. Yeah, I have bouillon all the time, but I prefer for soup to use the actual broth. Right. And um, I can make a chicken soup quick, like if that happens. And, right. you know, and that's a nice comforting thing and healthy, like a little healthier mm-hmm. for someone that you're making a meal for. Right. I think that'll be good. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's are good thing. things to have. The main thing is don't over stress about it because you absolutely can buy some pre-made stuff like a chicken right. like you know even the grocery store has cut up vegetables if you're in a pinch you can usually right. find them in the produce section and just you know don't overthink it no don't overthink it don't stress about it and just have fun with it yeah just you know like we said Live with enthusiasm, smile just because, love without conditions, act with purpose, listen with your heart, and laugh often. And, you know, laugh at yourself often. I think it's good. I think (laughs) think you have to. You have to. You can't take life too seriously. Don't take yourself seriously. So with that, we hope everyone has a beautiful rest of their week. We'll try to be on time next week, but we're not making any promises. And we hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. Yes, and we will post some of our recipes on our Facebook page for you guys. Namaste. Namaste.